This is exactly right. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it's Kurt and Scotty. A little, a little pre-message before the podcast. I wanted oh, yeah. to mention that Denver, we're coming to you June 7th and June 8th. Oh, yeah. Comedy Works downtown, and then the other Comedy Works the other day. Let's do it, Denver. We want to see right. you in those seats. We're going to have a great time. Obviously, tickets are on our uh, uh, Instagram and whatnot. And Scotty has something to tell you about this specific episode. I do. You're about to listen to our Tacoma afternoon early bird special show. The Tacoma audience brought it so hard and was so loud. <laughs> it was and Screamed and laughed with walls of sound. That there are going to be a, a few times in here where the audio will pop or just be a little loud. So you're getting your loud earbud warning. But we encourage it. We hope San Francisco, Portland, Denver, Moon Tower, everywhere we're going. We love how loud and rowdy we're. Come party with the Banana Boys. Thank you, Tacoma. Bananas enjoy it. Bananas enjoy it. All right, Scotty, you ready? Are we doing it? Yeah. That was quick. Wait, you want to do more chit chat? No, we're not chit chat. The folks kind of have guy. come for bananas, and I feel like we need to give it to them. Ooh, I am ready to <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> Hit me, homeboy. Here it is. Man tries to cash $368 billion check. <laughs> <laughs> and then the story gets really weird. Oh, that was the normal part. All right, well, we're like cashing in all our chips on a live Tacoma, Washington episode of Banana. Is Scotty Landis. That's right. That's my favorite comedian in the whole wide world, Curdy B. Kurt Brownoler. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the uh, silliest little podcast there ever was. Curdy, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I love, I mean, like, I can't believe, for those of you who are actually just listening at home, uh, this, uh, we're at the Tacoma Comedy Club, and it is packed, it's and the small. crowd is at a, de- like, the, the noise, the excitement level oh. is <laughs> thrilling. better than... I love it. I love it. Who who came from Seattle? Great city. Great city. Great. Sushi. Ramen. <laughs> Lots of people. <laughs> Never rains. I got in yesterday. Didn't rain yesterday. Didn't rain today. <laughs> Awesome town. Thank you for making that drive. I've never, I mean, I have made the drive before, but Oh, yeah. Highway today, 99? Nice. Making it today. What a terrible road. Ooh. The whole experience is. Ooh, like an old J.C. Penney's the whole way. The All whole way. way. I, at one point I went, is this really the way? And Scotty was like, this is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, I love, uh. I love Baby Zach's Smoke Shop. Baby Zach's Smoke... Are you guys familiar on 99, Baby Zach's Smoke Shop? Okay. Are you guys not familiar? 99's long. There is a cigarette store called Baby Zach's. (laughs) We stopped. I got some cigarettes. Not for me. For my children. For his three-year-old. They They only sell baby sizes. (laughs) 
They were adorable. And they you didn't would card. think baby sizes would be like five cigarettes, but no, they're just smaller. It's still 20 cigarettes. That's right. But they're we smaller. got a carton for his kids. A carton! <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were here. When else were we going to be here? Exactly. I thought it might be funny to like, I was like, oh, Tacoma. This is a... This is an easy, fun, cool place where nice people live. So I was like, I'm going to look up some Tacoma facts. Okay. And so... Love it. Like a guy in a hotel room in Seattle by himself at 11 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> I started... See, I'm from north of Baltimore, you know, so it's pretty impressive that I made it. <laughs> they were like, you're all right. Uh, and I Googled, like a grown man does, is Tacoma safe? <laughs> Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to find out. And it said, Tacoma is in the 12th percentile of safety, meaning 88% of cities are safer than Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And then it said, 12% uh, of cities are more dangerous. Also insane. Tacoma. Tacoma crime rates are 171% higher than the national average. <laughs> what is happening? Tacoma! It's crazy. Yeah, lock your doors <laughs> is right. I do have to say, uh, this was on areavibes.com. So, <laughs> your vibes are weird. Uh, <laughs> God, so, I remember so, that so, I've so been good. here. I've been to Tacoma once before. I played yes. this club. I think it was 10 years ago. It was like right when I started headlining clubs as a comic. That's cool. And it wasn't cool for me oh. at the time. <laughs> I support uh, my dude. I wasn't like, you know, I was I was let I was I was more bad then. Not and, a great comic, he's saying. And my opener was like, I feel like he was angry that he was not oh, headlining. Sure. And like every night would come out just like, fucking, I'm gonna destroy! <laughs> and he would. Like, Tacoma loved my feature act. They, he destroyed. And then I would come out and be like, the joke's about dogs? And they'd be like, no. No. And then afterwards, we would stand next to each other at, cool. to sell merch. And I had merch and he had merch. And every single person who stopped for merch would stop be like, you were so funny, man. I'm going to buy a CD to, to, my, to the feature. Oh. And, and then look at Oops. me like. <laughs> and then just walk away. It happened. And I just stood there for like 14 minutes because it wasn't uh, a, a huge crowd. Uh, and just watched everyone go by. Uh, so that was my last memory fun. of Tacoma. And guess what? Tacoma just turned it around for me. There right we now. go. If we don't get mugged or shot during this show, which apparently happens a lot in this very beautiful small town. <laughs> should we get started? We should get started. Here it is. Again, this is the title. Florida man tries to cash $368 billion check. <laughs> and then the story gets weird. This all, yeah. was, of course, sent in by Copy Haste. Uh, he's uh, good. There it is. He's good. In the biz. He really loves us. This one. was on E! News. Oof, I have heard of that. E! The TV channel. Yeah, okay. the fading TV channel. Red carpets only. This, e. is, this is by Jenna Mullins. Oh, she's good. Mm, some have said... What? Some have said that Jenna Mullins from E! News.com is, is the... Best in the 
<laughs> so strange, so you. beautiful. We love it every time. All Didn't right. know it's going to be a thing. Here it is. Somebody get this dude on Shark Tank. Just wait until you hear his restaurant pitch. Okay. I feel like they're leading too early with the restaurant idea. We're, yeah. we're still looking for the check-in. Yes. Okay, here we go. In late April, Jeff Waters strolled casually into a Bank of America in yeah. Jacksonville. Nice. Raise your hand if you're surprised to hear that our story takes place in Florida. No yeah, one? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Never once. That is not my joke. That is Jenna Mullen's joke. She's Just that FYI. good. She types. It's it, magic. It does work. Jenna would be happy to know it got a laugh. Uh, he presented a check <laughs> for the right. amount of $368 billion. Normal amount. Normal amount. Made out to cash. How much does... What does a normal bank have? Also, but just what is the size of $368 billion? Makes you think. If it's a... <laughs> you know? What vehicle do you have to drive? Is it, is it this room? Is it this room of $100 bills? Yeah. It might possibly be yeah, the I'm size of that. this room of $100 bills. Okay. Sure, sure. Apparently, Waters bought a blank U.S. Bank of Idaho check Hilarious. from the 90s. Off a homeless man named Tito for a hundred bucks. Two great choices. Two great choices. Back to back great choices. Yep. Okay. Good old Tito told Waters that he could make the check out to any amount he wanted and Jeff was going to go uh, big. Ah, classic. He could have written just $10 million and be set for life. <laughs> but no, this he went true. for the billions. Why so much? He needed the very specific amount of hooch to achieve his lifelong dream. Jenna doesn't know what hooch means. Hooch. Hooch is alcohol. Hooch is money. Is hooch money anywhere in America? No. Hooch is always alcohol. Hooch is booze, possibly sex. <laughs> Definitely booze. Possibly sex? Well, like how would you use it? I got coochie. some hooch. That's cooch. Ho That's but the hoochie. Is hoochie the first part. Is, at, is just you know Rock changing coochie. Coo? I don't know. Okay. Oops. It's always, quote, here it is. It's I'm always been my, this is why he's the best in the, he is the banana of the week. It's always been my dream yes. to own the best Italian restaurant in the earth. Waters are totally tall, please. And whose isn't? <laughs> Guys, what are your dreams? <laughs> I'm 10% Italian. 90% <laughs> down to earth. <laughs> Okay. That's a T-shirt. That Put is it a T-shirt. That is like that's a decorative wall hanging thing on someone's that's a kitchen. college dorm room tapestry. <laughs> Quote: Cooking authentic Italian food is in my blood. <laughs> I had planned to make the restaurant 80 million square feet <laughs> and be able to accommodate 30 million eaters. <laughs> If that's, you don't think that's big. just three New York cities of <laughs> put together. I don't think 80 million square feet covers it, buddy. Uh, plus, oh, it was going to be totally underwater so people could look at sharks. Make sure you think. This guy's checking off boxes. Every the rest single of fucking Now you understand why he asked for 368 billion. Yeah, he's got overhead. This is going to be expensive. <laughs> Whoa. How awesome does that sound? This is, again, in here. An underwater Italian restaurant that seats 30 million people? 
It does sound so good. It does sound really good. I would go. Everybody here would go. Everybody uh, everyone would go. here would go. If you have a TikTok or an Instagram, but you're also, going. To go to the restaurant would be akin to visiting a city that was the restaurant. Yeah. It's like, a here's Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. Here's Dubai, but it's one restaurant. It's all Italian. Owned by a 10% Italian guy. <laughs> Who buys blank checks <laughs> off of an unhoused man? He's ninety percent cool. Irish, but ten percent Italian. <laughs> oh, what cuisine! <laughs> the bank wouldn't give me the money they owed me. Waters said. Tito said the check Ugh, was good for banks. any amount I wanted to write it for. So blame Tito, yeah. not me. I'm as innocent as a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> I do blame Tito. This is I love this story sounds made up so much. I checked it out. This is on multiple places. This is seems to be a real story. Yeah. The police found He's real. both bath salts and Chinese throwing stars. There we go. On Innocent School Waters when there they arrested him for forgery, which we think is the basic starter kit for restaurant restaurant entrepreneurs. Uh, and that is the end of the story. That's a good one. A good one to start us off. That is Banana of the so, week. So good. I respect him. Yeah, he had a vision. I used to work at this one restaurant in New York, and if when you would walk in, and I'm sure we have servers here and our former servers here, but this kitchen staff, if you didn't say hello and make eye contact with every single one, they would treat you like shit the entire night and sometimes not put your food in the window. <laughs> but there was one, there was a Jamaican-American man named Denton, and Denton, when you walked in, he would go... Hey, Scotty, how you feeling? And if I didn't say hot, 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 he wouldn't <laughs> put my food in the window. <laughs> Every night. So I'd walk in, I'd, I'd be like, hey, Sergio. Hey, there's a guy named Lorcan who's the head chef. Hey, Lorcan. Hey, David. Hey, And then Dent would go, hey, man, how you feeling? And if I was like, good, he would be like, bop, no. <laughs> Not interested, dork. So you'd have to be like, I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I'm doing brunch on a Friday. I'm hot, hot, hot. Dancing. It's crazy. I love the idea that this 10% Italian thing, because yes. I, I, as a child, was forced to take Irish step dancing for, oh, but. for five years. I did yeah. Irish step dancing. Single child. I am not Irish at all. I don't, e- I don't ginger, even have 10% though, Irish in me. But I was raised in a big, like, Irish Catholic community where everyone was Irish, and it was like, you have red hair. Yeah. You're fucking Irish. The East Coast is Irish. And I was like, well, I don't like it. I don't think I am. <laughs> uh, and so I had to... And I was also the only boy, too. I was the only boy... So I would go... I was the only boy in my age group. So it was me and my friend Francis. We were the only two boys in the entire, like, class of Irish step dancers. Sounds nice. And then we would go and compete at these feshes where it would just be like, and now for the eight to nine-year-olds okay. male competition. Nice. Come on That's out. everybody the, wants to watch, The competitors too. are Kurt Brown, just Kurt Brown, Oler. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would come out by myself, Irish step dance by myself, and I was fucking terrible. Not good. At Irish step dancing. Like, I bet I, you were better than you think you were. Do oh, you yeah. know that? You want to see some Irish step uh, dancing? I just poorly Irish step dance. His stories are real, folks. His stories that's how are much, real. That's how much you remember from fourth grade. Literally someone that's who's never good. Irish step dance could probably do that. And why did they teach square dancing in school? Why didn't they teach <laughs> us what savings accounts were? <laughs> 
They were like, they're gonna, they're white. They're gonna need to know this. <laughs> Have you ever dosey doed in your adult life? Have you ever promenade? You did? No, no. Oh, I was never taught it. I was, was never I? taught square dancing. That must have been a Maryland oh, thing. Oh, it was a Maryland thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No? Who was taught square dancing? Why? Who was not taught square dancing? Equal. 50-50! I do think it's for hostage situations when you're in a bank and the robbers come in and they have those weird guns with lasers on it and they put it on you. Start square dancing. <laughs> the cops are on their way. You're going to get out. <laughs> And so, so because so in first grade I was oh, deep into Irish step dancing. Oh, buddy! <laughs> and uh, and my first grade teacher hated me, hate, deeply hated me. No. Her name was Mrs. High Horse. Okay. Um, not kidding. Okay. She married a native guy, and oh. her name was Mrs. High Horse. So okay? we can, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. My and so I would. Turn my, I would just turn sideways in my chair and Irish step dance while she was teaching. You know, so as a normal got... seven-year-old does. Yeah. Not like he's possessed by a demon. <laughs> and so she, she put my desk facing the wall. Oh, So that the, all, the whole, everyone in the class like faced her and yes. then I was like here, like all the whole time, like in a corner. And so then I could just step dance. I was like, you think you're punishing me, but now I'm just free to Irish step dance yeah, over here. Yeah, I can here. hear my feet hitting the ground. It reverberates right back. <laughs> I know I'm an emerging Michael Flatley. <laughs> and my best friend at the time, he was only there for like, I think two or three years, but I met him in first grade. Okay. Um, his name was Mike. Sounds and right. And he had Tourette's. And I did not know that he had Tourette's. Okay. This is a turn. No this one is called a turn in the biz. That's a turn. And so we would take, we, we took the same bus. That's how we became friends. And it was a short bus. Um, Don't you Just even because think we it. lived farther away. Yes. It was like me That's and, right. I lived in Neptune. Mike lived in Wall. And we were going to school in Spring Lake. So it was like 20, 30 minute drive away. Fun. Not many people were coming from that far away to go to this like Catholic school. Like a Seattle school. Tacoma thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a cigarette store that sells to children. <laughs> we know the type. And so we would ride in this short bus together every day. And we would do this thing. We would play this game called Hostage. Um, <laughs> where we would, it would always, we would tie each other up and then time the other person as to how long they could get out. How, like how long it would take to get out of whatever they were tied up as. And it always yes. started, it always started with by putting, <laughs> I remember this so clearly, Ugh. by putting a winter jacket on backwards okay. to the person. Smart. Yeah. And then tying the, tying the arms together in the back. So you started in like a straight jacket position. Yeah. Or sometimes we would do it this way if like the jacket arms were long enough. Yeah, but maybe usually it was like out. that. Okay. And then yeah. we would, and it had seatbelts, and so then we would like both seatbelts across. Nice. And then use like backpacks to like strap the person into the seat Fantastic. further. Fantastic. What a and way to like, wake go. up in the morning. <laughs> what a way to go to school and learn math. It was so great. Uh, and I didn't know he had Tourette's until I was like 12, and he had moved away by the that time. I didn't know him anymore, but my mom was like, do you remember Michael? Michael has Tourette's, and I was like, what is that? And she's like, watch this video. And I was like, the 80s. oh, somebody should have told me. 
because I had just been imitating him oh, the whole boy. time. Oh, not good. I just thought it was like our fun way of chatting with each other. Oh, God. Thank God the internet didn't exist. And there back was no then. corporophilia. Like, there was no, uh, I think that's the right word for it. There was no cursing. It was just like ticks. Like, oh. like, he would open his mouth a lot. And I was just like, this is how we chill. Like, this we open is our how mouths we chill. a lot. We tie each other we talk up. To each other, like, <laughs> we tie each other up. You're, ma you're opening your mouth as you talk. I'm going to do that too. I want to identify with you. I'm mirroring you. Um, sure. <laughs> oh, man. And then the way that I became friends with Mike sure. was this was the first day of first grade. Of first grade. First day of first grade. Big day. Big day. Huge. We're in like the, it's called a car, a carport. It was like where the, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, it was called a carport, and it was like a hallway. And okay. uh, we all lined up, and he happened to be in front of me. Yes. Just so happened. And like, we're all just waiting, and we're like six or seven. Sure. And then he just turns around and goes, squanchy, and grabs my balls. <laughs> what? And boy, I did not see that coming at all. And I thought it was the funniest thing <laughs> I have ever seen or heard. And then we yeah, ran around at recess. Wrong. We ran around just yelling squanchy and then grabbing little boy's balls. Not cool unless you're no little boy. No one liked cooler. it. No. no. I was like, do they're going to love this. this. This is so funny. And everyone was like, you are the pariahs of first grade. <laughs> Day one. Day one. The sisters, the nuns are looking at you like, here we go, eight more years of this shit. <laughs> Squanchy? Oh, Squanchy. Uh, he's a, he was a genius, man. Squanchy, that is the exact sound. Squanchy. Okay, I'm going to get into a different one. That actually, I'm going to switch stories based on Squanchy. Squanchy. <laughs> I do. Cheers, everybody. Yeah, Let's cheers. Thanks for coming it's out. It's not even 5 p.m. Let's get drunk. That's right. Um, also, I think we talked about this on the pod, but Kurt and I don't tell each other what stories we're going to do yeah. beforehand. We prepare on our own, and then we, on the fly, figure out what we're going to talk about. So here's one that I'm going to give a whirl to. Squanchy, only because it kind of reminds you of Sasquatch. Not really. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, this one is from many websites. I actually looked this up, Good. and I picked 22words.com because... <laughs> Wait, You're watching it every day. It's called pick22words.com. 22 22words oh, oh, it's 22words.com. Yeah, you okay. know, you all guys right. know. It's, you get updates every morning. It's your favorite website. They We've all like, heard of it. Twitter is too long. Yeah. 22. <laughs> Written by Emily Yarwood, who is the... <laughs> you guys she are so actually good. is great. This was sent in by Scott Bowlesby or Bowlesby. All Thank right. you, Scott. Are, Scott, are you here? <laughs> That's <laughs> You never know. Uh, woman. <laughs> it's like the onion at some point. <laughs> Local woman. Woman hires, quote, Miss Bigfoot, end quote, for six-year-old's birthday party. Kids traumatized for life. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? Oh, I'm so excited to know the details about this. Well, here's a great, you know, when you start a paragraph, when you're a writer, yeah. and when you're, I'm sure we maybe have an English teacher out there. Do we have an English teacher? There yeah, front, front row. We love teachers on the pod. Don't you always want to start a sentence exactly like this? 
Some Oklahoma children, just don't start with some. Never start a sentence with some. Some. Some Oklahoma children have been left utterly traumatized following a surprise of a lifetime for a sixth birthday. Six. The oh. birthday girl's mother, Brett. Sure. Um, told Oklahoma News 2 that when it comes to parties as a family, they love to go all out with their parties. Who mm -hmm. doesn't I love days? to go all out. After the last two years, go all if out. If you go half out, no way. Thank you. Half out's gross. Yeah. Nobody enjoys Nobody half out. Nobody likes half out. Nobody. Go all out. We got to know what it is. Yep. Uh, they'll go all out with their parties, which usually involves a fancy cake or dressing up. I mean, awesome. <laughs> uh <-huh>. However, <laughs> this year's birthday plans for a cake had fallen through. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Seems like the easiest part of a birthday, honestly. Yeah. Every town's got one. Brett and her husband had to improvise, and they decided to do it in the best way possible. They invited a makeshift Bigfoot to the party. Uh, makeshift Squanchy to the party. <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> says uh, Emily a, Yarwood. What? Okay, I'll, just I loves a however. Keep loves going. a. I have loves so many to questions. Twist the knife a little bit. Okay, keep you paying attention. <laughs> however, it severely backfired and initially terrified all the young partygoers. <laughs> Bigfoot emerged from the bushes holding balloons. No. <laughs> Warning, it's so good. No announcement. I know. I, I, ha I have a five-year-old. They don't like an unannounced animal coming out of the bushes. No. I showed up a week ago. Olive wasn't thrilled. She wasn't. <laughs> She's like, I'm watching Turning Red get out of our house. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot <laughs> exited the bushes holding balloons and wearing a blue tutu. <laughs> Appeared in the window when the children all began screaming and crying. Oh my God, I've seen this video! Yes, it's on TikTok. Yes, I have seen uh, this video. The children cower in the back of the room as Bigfoot emerges. As proof of approachability, the parents begin to approach. Oh God, uh, what are you doing? Mediumist in the biz, Emily Yardwood. As a proof of approachability, as the parents proof... are doing approachability things. Uh, as proof of approachability, the parents begin to approach the beast, hugging it and laughing, all while donned in party hats. Imagine this scene for two seconds. Imagine you're six years old. I know a lot of you have children. Imagine what a six-year-old is going yeah. through. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, but all the children began screaming and crying amongst the adults. Of course they did. However, Emily goes to however again. What was initially thought to be a fun birthday event soon turned into a scene from a horror movie as the children would not stop screaming, quote, we all thought. <laughs> I mean, she just came in with balloons and a bow and a tutu, so I thought it would be all cute and fun. Yeah, it is. It, it makes it, it bumps it up to really fucked up because... Yes, it does. Yes, it does, because imagine a monster, but then with a tutu and a bow on it, and it's like, what is it trying to do? Yeah. It's not here for the adults. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's trying to make us comfortable with it. Yes. <laughs> oh, it'll be cute and fun, Brett said. Well, my kids did not have that reaction. They hit the ground like a tornado was coming. <laughs> or like something was on fire. Makes sense, Brett. Let's think about this. Mig Miss Bigfoot, here's where I start loving it. I love a good name. Also known as Miss Cinnamon. <laughs> 
Wait, what? I big Miss Bigfoot, also known as Miss Cinnamon. There's no explanation post that. I All right. Think- all I right. think the actor who put on the costume in Oklahoma looked in the mirror and said, well, Miss Cinnamon, uh, nice <laughs> to meet you. Then rocked a blue tutu with matching bow in her hair, though it wasn't until the parents had hugged her that the children finally warmed up. Eventually, all the children ended up hugging her. We love a happy ending and taking pictures with her. They were fun and cute pictures in the end. I would just recommend it for a good time because obviously if you watch the video, which at some point we'll post, or not, who knows? You have Google. You have a computer in your pocket right now. (laughs) Uh, The kids hated it, but in the end, quote, they don't want her to come back, though. Oh shit! Uh, oh god! Miss 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 later, Naman. Are yeah. is anybody here? Oh, who believes in uh, Bigfoot? Very okay. low. <laughs> A very low percentage of people believe in Bigfoot. Who listens to the last podcast on the left? <laughs> so cryptids are in your life. Yeah. And who's true crime fan here? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, You're a big camper. You're a big camper. Yeah, I'm a big camper. I'm a big camper. I have a little true crime for you guys. You know, reading about Squanchy, the Miss Cinnamon, the Squanchy. Toto. Um, it does sound like, yeah, it does sound like. Squanchy! I'm Don't do Squanchy. it! Nobody do that tonight. Yell Squanchy at each other. Nobody touch anybody. Yes, nobody touch. The Banana Boys do not touch. We do not touch. When we take photos with you later, you let us know. We'll you shake do your hands. Scream Squanchy. We will hug our hand like Keanu Reeves. It will be <laughs> weird for your friends. But then. We, uh, we do everything like Keanu Reeves. We are the Keanu perfect gentleman. Kristen Shaw was in Bill and Ted's movie with him. We said, what is he really like? She's like, he's better than you think. So we're going wow. for Keanu. Okie dokie. When I was 20 years young, I was in college, and I was dating a really nice woman named Laura, and we were flat broke, as we all are. And, uh, but I was in Massachusetts. I went to UMass Amherst. And we were up there for the summer, and I was like, well, have you been in New Hampshire or Vermont or Maine? She said, no, I have not. So I said, well, let's go camping, because uh-huh. that's something broke people can do yeah. easily. <laughs> a very fun thing. Sleep on the ground. Furniture, yeah. you know, nature's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's why we invented furniture. Yep. Uh, so my cousin, I had a younger cousin who was playing a baseball game, a high school game or whatever. So we drive up to New Hampshire. We watch this baseball game, and then we set up camp. Uh, we are in the shittiest, cheapest campground imaginable. It was $14 a night. In uh, what state? In what state? New Hampshire. I'm oh, sorry. We're in New Hampshire. the worst state in the union. Yeah. <laughs> they can't reach us here. We're safe here. I, I hate New Hampshire so deeply. Tell me about it. It is the worst state of oh, 50 states. I love this. New Hampshire is so proud of itself. Yeah. And it's like a state is just the parking lot of a Home Depot. Love this. Love this. And everyone is like, we've got the best state. And then over in another state, they're like, but the Home Depot's here. Yeah. Fuck New Hampshire. They do have state run. Yeah. Honestly? It won't hurt our career. Bananas is not, not relying on I New do not Hampshire. need to play New Hampshire. We'll ever. go to Vermont. We'll go to Maine. Uh, All of New England can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 
I'll go hard. I'll go hard. I'll get some Boston. Four forty-five, probably. <laughs> We're snapping necks on bananas. <laughs> so I'm outside of Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. It's late night. I hung out with cousins and watched a baseball game, and no, nothing eventful happened. But hey, this will be a little romantic night. I have a two to four person pup tent. There we go. A pup we tent. have one sleeping bag that will. You know, it'll, it seems romantic when you're 20, and then when you're an yeah. adult, you're like, you have your own bag. You sweat. Get away. Not, not for me. Um. <laughs> a pup tent definitely seems like it's held up by two, uh, like, mops yeah. on either side. Also, is anybody here from Tacoma? Who's from Tacoma? What is that restaurant that's Ten called? Ten people! Yeah. Also, no wonder. Yeah, the, all the other ones are getting mugged currently on <laughs> Manchester Street. But also, what is Good Poodle, Good Pup? There's a restaurant. What's it called? Poodle Dog? It's the called Poodle, the Poodle Dog. Dog. It says Poodle Dog, Good Food, right? And then it says Pup Room. What the fuck happens at the That's pup the bar. Room? All right, we'll see. All right, we might be a pup room later. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome? All right, good. All right, we'll see you guys in Pup Room in pup two room. hours. Um, it's only, it's only two miles away, but we'll take you 45 minutes to get there. No, no. Buy cigarettes for the whole family. <laughs> it's um, a half-laid highway. <laughs> so I set up the tent. It's late night. A lot of people, I don't know if it's like this up here, but the mosquitoes are horrible in New Hampshire, like way worse than you would ever imagine. Just like everything. It's yep. bad, bad, bad there. Bad state. Crap state. Um, and so we get in, and it's late night. We fall asleep. And then I wake up to my then-girlfriend shaking the shit out of me, being like, there is somebody outside of our tent. There's somebody Ooh. outside of our tent. It's crazy. Yeah, and they're from New Hampshire. And they're from New Hampshire. <laughs> it's the old man on the mountain, and his face is falling off. Oh, nobody gets that. That is a thing I don't there. get that. That is a thing. They live for okay. your dog. Um, so... <laughs> So I'm like, what? She's like, somebody is kneeling outside of our tent and whistling at us. <laughs> now, I'm a grown banana at this point. So imagine me 20 years ago. I'm half my size, and I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm, uh, I'm, three, I'm three foot eight, uh, 90 pounds. He Still really love grew drinking. up. He really grew up when he hit 30. Yeah, podcasting changed my <laughs> life. So she's like, somebody's whistling outside of our tent. And I'm like, okay. And I'm scared shitless. You know, it's like, again, and this is way before smartphones. Like, you're out there. At that point in life, if you're out there, when you're If you're, you're camping dead. and you're in a tent and, and anyone says someone is, and it's not the two of you, yeah. fucking terrifying. Yes. So I am like, okay. And so we do that listen that you do when you're so scared and you're listening. And you're like, not only holding your breath, you're holding everything in your body. And I'm just like <laughs> laying back and I'm like listening. I'm hearing the galaxies. I'm hearing satellites. Yeah, yeah. HBO's blowing by. And I'm like, oh, Oz is on tonight? And <laughs> you're making your body a knife. Yes. And she's, and she's like, are you scared? I'm like, I'm totally cool with this. I'm absolutely cool. <laughs> My feet are falling off. I'm in trouble. Don't hear anything. So then we, like, you know, uh, snuggle up. 
and we try to fall back asleep, and then I'm lying there, and I fall back asleep. And so now it's probably, let's say, 3 a.m. I don't know. I don't own a watch. I don't have a phone back then. She goes, they're back. Somebody's whistling outside of our fucking tent. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? So I'm like, okay. I don't have a weapon. I don't even have, like, an axe. I mean, so this mystery I, whistler. So I just get out of the tent. My champagne-colored Toyota Corolla is parked nearby, and I'm just like... It was always champagne! Yeah, I'm like, hark, you know, whatever you do. I'm a man. Stop whistling, other I'm a man. man. You whistler, you, you pervert. <laughs> there are two of us. It's just an old man, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, exactly. Totally nude. I'm totally nude. nude. I'm like, I did forget to pay when I drove in. I'm so sorry about that. No. So I don't see anybody, I don't hear anything. And she's like, fuck this, Scotty. I'm going to sleep in the car. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely not because I am too tall for that shit. I am three foot nine. And so she goes in my Corolla and rolls down the windows to get some fresh air. I guess she thought, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she thought she was like a dog in a hot car. I don't know. <laughs> So I'm lying there, and I'm like, well, this is kind of a bust. And we had blown all our money to kind of have, like, a cool little romantic weekend. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so I go back. I'm lying there, and I'm like, maybe I should just go sit in the car and just hold her hand or something. Mm -hmm. And then I hear the whistler. <laughs> I hear whistling outside the tent. Really? I swear to God. Like, what does it sound like? It sounds like... Like and I'm bird. like, oh, like so this is either a seagull, right, or this is like the world's worst soccer coach. It's like, do a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I get out and I'm like doing that thing. I'm like, I'm gonna start a fire. I'm gonna act real tough. Maybe I'll hold a flaming stick. Maybe I'll gout. Maybe I'm gonna do this. There's gonna be a lot of this going on when they get a hold of this 20-year-old loser. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, fuck. This person is in my car or next to my car. So then I'm doing, I'm trying to be so brave and I'm holding my keys and my knuckles like a, you know, Wolverine. <laughs> and I'm walking over and I'm like, here we go. This is it. This is when you prove you're either a, a man or you die and your girlfriend dies too. Pitch darkness. And I go over and I do that thing where you're like, and around the Corolla. <laughs> no one's there. And I walk over. And I look in the car, and it is Laura's nose. Her allergies had kicked into the point where she was repeatedly waking herself up with her own nose whistling, and then gave me a heart attack. She is in my car with a jacket over her going, The most adorable story. I loved her even more. I loved her. I was like, this is the end for this guy. Guess I'm not graduating next year. Nope, we're just going to buy a Claritin D on the drive back home. Don't think she listens to the pod. Woo! True story. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you skip the call, then maybe check the facts, but you better believe it, 
You know what time it is. Uh-oh, what do we got? Time to find out who is the longest banana. Oh! All right. Who came from the furthest away for the show? Don't be like, oh, I moved here. What? Michigan's pretty good. Michigan? Michigan? Where in Michigan? Michigan? Where in Michigan? The middle of Michigan. Marshall, okay. That's I was, really good. I was born in Grand Rapids. Okay. All right. Florida is Florida really hard for the to show. For the show. Who can beat what, Florida? What town in Florida? Melbourne. Brazil. Bullshit. <laughs> Not with that accent. Brazil, bro. I came from Brazil. <laughs> Florida. No, no don't not you for the dare. show. But that's okay. For the show, twenty-two. I'm no. I know twenty-two hour flights don't happen for this show. Yeah, I, we would pay. We would pay you back. We would pay. We would be like, we're so sorry. It was not worth it. It's a fun show. Everybody keep drinking. But All right, so we got Michigan and Florida. Florida, Florida beats Michigan. Florida for real. That's right down bad. the street. Shortest banana. <laughs> We got enough. Cut it in half. Cut it in we half. Got enough. All right. Here, give this one to Can shortest anybody banana. Anybody Florida? No. Right, Melbourne, Florida? Come up to the stage. Come on up, Florida. Melbourne, Florida. This is really well designed. Thank you. Nick? Oh, this is good. This is actually great. It's a little, it's a magnet. The or- Originally, Scotty had made rulers that say I'm the, I'm the shortest banana. I'm the longest. Oh, yeah, sure. And you got the sweatshirt? You want my license? No. No, we believe you. The What's your name? Oddly honest. Crystal, Crystal thank you for coming. Give it up for Crystal. The longest banana. Thank you, Crystal. That's very cool and chill and fun. Give this one to Michigan. I did. Oh, okay, great. Sorry, Brazil. That was awesome, by the way. Brazil. <laughs> Heard of it, losers. Uh, shout outs and then? Shout outs. All right. Who, do you have shout outs? I have a few. I have one shout out, and it was on my phone. I didn't bring my phone because I bought this suit for $50, and the, my pants are so tight. Makes my, a lot of sense. My testicles are right here. Not good when you're 6'4". Not a neck. Not good. Not good. All right, uh, so I didn't bring it out, but there was one person who said, I am, yeah. I'm in Canada, and yes. my girlfriend's going to be coming to the show, yes. and she will cry if you say her name. Do you remember who it is? Oh, shit. Did I read that one? Oh, Was her name Crystal? We're, we're going to find like it. We Don't answer yet. We're going to find it. I'm going to do three. Do you want to go grab your phone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mackles. Mackles wants to wish happy birthday to Alyssa. Is Alyssa here? Oh, right here. Because Alyssa got old Macklesaurus into bananas. Let's see. How about Daniel steals the affair as a thank you gift? Happy birthday. Here it is. This is it. It's from Homie J. My girlfriend's going to be at the show today. She'll be in the banana shirt, and she's the cutest. Give her a shout-out. She'll play. Oh, cry. Her name is Crystal. Shot. You guys rule. Crystal. That's Crystal right there. You better fucking cry, Crystal. Sign that, Gertie B. Come on up to the stage. 
You better cry, but in a really cool way. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Thank you for coming. Double Crystal's uh, coming up. <laughs> Do we have any more shout-outs? Thank you, Crystal. Give it up for Crystal, everybody. Yes, we do. A lot of birthdays. Scott wants to shout out his beloved sister, Kelly Uford. Uford, over here. Hey. He was here tonight, possibly slamming gin and tonics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, here, we got a little something for you, Kelly. And my last one is Amy wants to shout out Mara, who got into grad school as a counselor. So let's just give a light cheer to Mara, helping people, doing things. These are also... a postcard. Here's a koozie. Are you happy birthday? High five. I totally am. Yeah. Happy Stand birthday! Up. High five! Oh. Yes. I was fine. Um... <laughs> And also, these are the best postcards. They just say butts, butts, butts. Yes. They really do they just really do, say yeah. butts, butts, butts. Um, all right. Before, as we bring up our guests, yeah. can someone go and get the uh, confessions box and please it's bring the confessions It's in the, the back. If you put confessions up. Look at that person's going. That person is a doer. They are a doer. They won themselves a butts, butts, butts. I got to say right now. I'm going to get her microphone. Yes, sir. Scotty, do the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest tonight. Coming in, she is the lead singer, kick-ass guitarist of Deep Sea Diver. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Great pants. And everybody in between, Jessica Dobson. Dobson. All the way from Seattle, Washington. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Bananas. How are you? I'm so good. Jessica rocks. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't get the memo to wear yellow. I would have worn my gray papon ball ball Everybody looks great in yellow. It's a fashion (laughs) fact. Can we get your beverage while you're up here? Would you like anything? Okay, you can have a can. It's all right. Can we get another? But can we get two more Tito's and soda by any chance? Anybody? So we're going to read some confessions. Jessica, I suggest you kind of like just grab a fistful and kind of quickly look through them and choose a good one. We'll all try and do the same, Scotty. I love having Um, fun with my friends. (laughs) Here we go. Here's confessions. So these are everybody. Go ahead, Scotty. Sorry. I still don't understand why Seattle uses three different trash cans. (laughs) You know, that's a pretty light confession. We absolve you. L.A. does, too. We have black, blue, and green. Um, The rest of the country hates us. (laughs) Whoopsie. Here we... Oh, that one's long. Grab them as you see them. Oh, yep. I used to hide outside my grandma's room at night in the coat closet, creepy, and turn the channel on her TV. Oh, yes! Great confession. (laughs) She told my parents her TV would change by itself. Oh, They didn't believe her. No. That's so mean. Did anybody else do this? And uh, when I was growing up, whenever I go to my grandmother's house, she had like really, like tons of stairs. I don't know, 20 stairs, and they were carpeted. And we used to sit in 
pillowcases and ride down the stairs full speed. Did anybody else do this? We would wait, call wait, it sledding. Pillow pillowcases? We would get we would put our little kid feet. I was <laughs> 20 years old. And I would put my feet in the corners and you'd pull it up. And like now if you did that, your butt bone would get so annihilated. <laughs> Like, for the rest of your life, you would just be like the weird guy at the resort being like, yeah, I don't know, I'm going to stand in the pool all day. And they're like, stay away from Reggie. Uh, this is interesting just because of the handwriting. Uh, one time I ate Chipotle for lunch and had to shit in a trash can at work. Really? I, really? I, I still eat Chipotle on the rag. But the handwriting... It seems like it's a lady. And that's why I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. You are absolved. That's why Chipotle exists. When you get a bowl, they should give you a second bowl. Nobody's saying it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a crush on Curdy B. What? Get in line. Here's what you always say everyone has a crush on Scotty, and while I did do, I would both of you. That's nice. Not available. Oh, no. Not available. Oh, no. This is not I, that podcast. I have tattoos of both my children on my chest. <laughs> you have and to I stare have, into their eyes I, and know I you're destroying a family. <laughs> I have Kurt's children tattooed on my body too. It's why we don't talk off the podcast. <laughs> oh you got one? I got one. This is bold. Over Ooh. the course of two years, I sold $20,000 in cash oh. from my bullshit retail job and oh. never got caught. Oh. In fact, where are you at? In fact, I was promoted several times and often referred to as an exemplary employee. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> when... Uh, when I was a bouncer in college at Divas, Dance Like Nobody's Watching, it was a predominantly lesbian bar on Saturday nights. All of New England would converge. It was a very, it was an amazing scene. It was great. The only good part of New England. Yes. <laughs> Northampton, Massachusetts, the only good part of New England. And I was the bouncer. This face. Oh, don't give me a fake ID. I'll apologize to you. <laughs> and let you in. I don't know my job. But they, about the fifth or sixth weekend of doing that, there were, the coat room was run by a guy named Bob. Bob was great. He had a very a deeper voice than I did. And every karaoke night on Tuesdays, he would sing Yellow Submarine. <laughs> he called me Breeder. He, called, <laughs> he told me to smile more. I got a lot of lessons learned from Bob. But he would hand me a thing of bracelets. He would go, here are the bracelets for people coming in. The cover was $15. And I would go... $15 in like 1990 something or 2000? 2002. Early? Okay. And so I was like, well, which ones do I use? The bright orange ones or the bright pink ones or the bright green ones? And he was like, they don't count. It doesn't matter. So every sixth person, I would pocket that $15. And I've never said it to anybody. <laughs> But I'm rolling out there with 150 a night. <laughs> I'm going to Cumberland Farms. I'm buying two hot dogs on my drive home. I absolve myself. That's a pretty good one. Is, okay, I once shit my pants in a telephone booth in Australia. Twice. Twice. In the same night. Same phone booth? Well, yeah. same oh, phone sorry. booth, yeah. Same was it the same phone booth? 
Yes? Yeah. Oh, man, I have a long story about that. I can't get into it right Okey now. Okie dokie. Uh, I got my nipples pierced this week, and it hurts so bad, I'm telling everyone I can about it, so it'll make it worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Have they stopped bleeding? Have they stopped bleeding? No. Okay. Uh. <laughs> it definitely seems like there's a lot of capillaries there, yeah. so that would be tough. I hope that was like an 80-year-old dude with that voice. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> I no. can't with my mom. <laughs> what was I thinking? My bucket list is weird. <laughs> um, that's fun. <laughs> Should we do it? Should we, should we talk? Should we talk? Well, yeah, I don't have a killer. I don't have a killer here. You know, you know, we can always have the fart thing. My favorite place to fart at work is my boss's chair. That's yep. nice. And with the fart jokes. It feels so good. It yeah. feels so good. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so glad oh, to be here. Yeah. Yes. What thank a treat. You. What a treat. Oh, my goodness. Did you ever think you'd come back to this club wearing an ill-fitting yellow suit? Honestly, I was, I was a little bit like, uh, after five years passed, I was like, oh, they, they thought it was as bad as I did. <laughs> Farting in your boss's chair. Mm. It's beautiful. That's like That's forethought. Too easy. That's, That's forethought, because it's probably like a little ways away. Yeah. So it's like thinking, being like, here it comes, and then looking, and then running over. <laughs> Because also, you don't normally sit in your boss's chair, so it also has to be cl cl clandestine in that yeah, way. Yeah, well. Kurt and I worked on a show when we were young boys, when we were young bananas, and it was on MTV, and it went nine episodes, and then is huge in South America, and nobody here has ever seen it. So that's a cool <laughs> legacy. It was called Mega Drive. And basically, the idea was this comedian, Johnny Pemberton, who's a very funny comedian. He looks way younger than he is. He had failed his driving test three times, so we sent him around the world to learn how to drive things you've never seen on TV before. So we drove this gigantic bulldozer once, and we backed over in the middle of the night before the guy that trained him. We took his boss's um, trailer, and we replaced it with an exact replica. And we had the boss be like, hey, go teach this kid out of the... I don't know, it's MTV, just go teach him. And then we backed over it, and he thought we killed the guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Did you see how... I literally wrote on this show. Yeah. How genuinely surprised I was at that. Yeah, we really did what that. Ha what did he say? Well, he said that I accidentally had backed over a trailer early in life and maybe had, like, hurt somebody. So he thought he was having deja vu. No, we no. We didn't know. No, no. We were oh like, we God. are so sorry. But here's where it gets funny. Now, <laughs> there was this other guy who had, do you know what, like, a bluebird school bus? It was like a type of bus back in the day, and they were beautiful, and we had an army <laughs> they tank. They were Beautiful. They were beautiful. beautiful. They were you guys short. seen a bluebird school bus? Oh, fucking the Cadillac of yellow fucked up buses. <laughs> Did you ever ride a school bus to school, Jessica? All the time. Did you? Yeah, All you were a bus time. kid? Oh, yeah. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, Rolling slide, party. Slide under the seats, you know, steal people's shit. One time I, there was a Porsche that was driving by and we'd spent like 20 minutes, this is like on the way to like a water polo game or something. Spent Classic. 20, 20 minutes like tearing up. I asked everyone on the bus to tear up a sheet of paper. And yep. there, there was a guy, backwards hat, Bluetooth thing in his ear, pulls up <laughs> in his like uh, convertible Porsche and we just went <laughs> oh, really? all the little pieces of paper yes. and he's like, you motherfucker! <laughs> yes. That's what it's so. about. <laughs> it was probably a bluebird. Oh, that's so awesome. 
So we had a tank from the U.S. Army. <laughs> and John is pretending he doesn't know how to do it. And the weird, tr you might remember this part, Kurt. The guy that taught it was, he was in the military. He was an Army guy. And he kept saying, give it more ass. That was his thing. Wait, give it more ass? Ass. Yeah. He was yeah. like, oh, give it some ass. Give it some more ass. Yep. And we're like, <laughs> ah, yeah. You hear, the heart hears what the ear wants. Absolutely. <laughs> and so the final hilarious, <laughs> the final hilarious bit was we were going to drive over this Bluebird uh, school bus. And so we did. And you saw what a tank could do. And we flattened this thing into such a pancake, we hired a company to come haul it away. And then the owner of the bus shows up, and he just starts trembling. And, and our producer had only rented the bus. He hadn't purchased no. the bus. No. no. It was a vintage, like, 1956 bus. And this poor guy in Tennessee just comes out, and he's like, hey. <laughs> My God. And he just starts trembling so hard. And the showrunner is like, hey, what's the matter? He's like, I rented you that bus for $200. <laughs> and it's we had no idea. That producer got fired on the spot, which I'd never seen before. Just the walk oh. of shame, like, you know, we've all had a walk of shame in some sorts, like farting in your boss's chair. <laughs> this was uh, sort of farting in your boss's chair if he ruined somebody's legacy by running over a school bus. Oh, my and God. And then they sent him to the airport, and he never worked in TV again. So, wow. Check the receipts is the moral of that story. Oh, my God. Can you imagine God, that? God, like, God. that feeling, that gut check feeling of, like, and I've ruined my life. Mm. That's not how I feel tonight, Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a story, Scott. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one. That okay, I can, I'll do this one. Here we go. You're out? Natty Cake sent this in. Natty Cakes, are you here? Okay. Okay. Um, meet Brandon Lee, the model school pupil who is actually a 30-year-old imposter. <laughs> this was on BBC News, written by Stephen. Brocklehurst, who is easily the... <laughs> is his last name Brocklehurst? Bro yeah. Stephen Brocklehurst for BBC Brockle News. I can still don't understand what you're saying. Is I'm it Brocklehurst? Brocklehurst. Brockle. Just Brockle? Brocklehurst. Brocklehurst is what That's I'm saying. That's the fucking best in the Brocklehurst. <laughs> for a whole school year, a new boy... <laughs> a new boy... A new boy. A new boy. Hello, new boy. Hello. Are you here for the school year? Are you a 30-year-old man, new boy? Convinced his Scottish high school classmates and teachers that he was just a regular pupil. But eventually the teenager who called himself Brandon Lee was exposed as an imposter named Brian McKinnon. Brandon Lee was the crow, right? Yeah, yeah he was the okay. R.I.P. Brandon Lee. It keeps yep. getting better. <laughs> that is why Stephen... Full name Brocklehurst <laughs> is the best there's ever been. Um, who, so there's a new film, and the story is about how a 30-year-old man who claimed to be a 17-year-old from Canada enrolled as a student at Bearsden Academy in Glasgow in 1993. It was over a year later while he went to university and uh, he went to a university medical school that his double life was revealed. So for one full year, a 30-year-old man got away with being a high school student. Wow. Why would you do this? Also, my phone is blowing up so much, I think we're maybe still live streaming. Oh, my God, no. No, we're not. Okay, good. I was like, oh, boring. <laughs> Super boring. 
the story gained wide world attention. Has anybody heard of this story before? No. What year was nice. it? What year was it? 1993. 1993? Yeah, Ice Cube, number one rapper in the world at the time. <laughs> Seattle going off. Pearl Jam, probably. Screaming Trees. Yeah. Mud Honey. <laughs> Other bands. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We went to the you Sunset right. Tavern last night. We did. Rocking good time. Yeah, were we you were there? Rocking. Did someone say what? Yeah. Pretty cool. Went to Hattie's Hat. Ate tater tots. I showed him around. I showed him around. <laughs> so this new film is written and directed by John O. McLeod, or McLeod, or McLeod, who was 16 years old at the time and was a classmate of McKinnon, or Brandon, as he still calls him. McLeod says he does not think uh, Brandon meant to do anybody harm. You know, classic 30-year-old guy. Yeah, no 30-year-old guy is like, I'm going to go to high school, but I don't want it to be weird. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly go wrong? This is like the plot of Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Is it they really? They copied it, except for a male that's 30. Totally. That film would not be made today. <laughs> yeah. Things have changed. Sorry. Wait, wait. There's a plot. Wait, I've never, I don't know this Drew Barrymore. It's Drew Barrymore. Sorry. Yeah. Never she Been Kissed? She goes back to school as a writer who's like trying to do a, a long form essay about, <laughs> about uh, or a reporter. But yeah. she's never been kissed? She's nev also never been kissed, hooks up with a teacher. So sad. It Drew would not be made Drew today. Barrymore. Never Been Kissed so would not sad. be made today. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's where it's just like Hollywood. She was 30. I he mean, Scotty is a Hollywood writer, but they're, at a time, the Hollywood writer's like, we don't give a shit if anybody all. believes yeah. it. No. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, never been kissed. Never. Also, Present. big movie. Oh, also, yeah. most audience has seen this movie. <laughs> um, McLeod says he didn't think Brandon meant any harm. Uh, but he went through with his film and interviewed classmates and teachers who agreed to do the film. A lot of people, quote, a lot of people in class have their own take on why Brandon did this. But for the most part, they still have a fondness for him. <laughs> oh, maybe this guy was all right. All right. No. Um, I know that it's not across the board, but this film is not to be a takedown of him. I'm going to watch this movie when it comes out. <laughs> but they all say he was a, the kid from Canada was a bit of a geek. And when he arrived, he managed to climb the social ladder of a high school life and became pretty popular. He even starred in a stage production of South Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland to fake Canada. South Pacific. What a production. <laughs> Yeah, not a creep at all. Nothing weird about it. <laughs> he told BBC Scotland that Brandon agreed uh, to tell him his story but didn't want to be on camera. Why would you want the limelight? You're just sneaking in there. You're yeah. just having a goof. Uh, McKinnon told BBC at the time, so this was the guy who did it, the imposter, said, um, when I first walked into the school gates, it was, quote, nerve-wracking. I bet it was. Uh, <laughs> What part? <laughs> I was aware of the fact that at any moment they could question me and I might not have an answer and I might be asked for my birth certificate, but nobody ever did. I kept my head down. I, <laughs> I looked shy and boy. Yeah. Just People would be like, do you like, do you like Nirvana? And he'd be like, oh, Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and so he just did really well in school, but he's so smart. He didn't do so well that he would ever win an award. He said, I, I didn't accept a number of prizes in the first term because I didn't want to end up in the local paper. Holy smokes. Humble. Not cool. 
<laughs> not good to pretend you're somebody you're not. Almost 30 years later, so this has been a minute, McKinnon shuns the limelight and wishes to remain anonymous, refusing interviews and not having his picture taken. So Alan Cummings, the actor, voices over this guy's actual voice. What? Wow. In the documentary, Alan Cummings plays him and voices over the recordings the director did. Whoa. This feels like true crime bait in a way that I'm like, I'm going to watch this. Oh, my God. This is going to come out? It's coming out. Oh, my God. I that's love exciting. that. Anyways, it, so the film's director says he always gets asked the question. So the film's director now is 46. So he, he's just been thinking about this his whole life. And he says, why does he think that Brandon acted as an imposter at the time? And he says, I don't know. It's everyone's nightmare to wake up 30 years old and back at school, which is true. We all have those stress dreams. Do you have those stress dreams where you like have yeah. a high school, you can't get to class or whatever? Absolutely. I, I, I just like wish I could redo a lot of things. but Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What I part? What like? What area were you in the high school hierarchy or like clique cliques? Oh. Who were you? Cliques. Also, I was in ASB. Cliques. You guys say that on the West Coast. Cliques. Yeah. I was in ASB, so I could sneak away to Starbucks. That's the clique I was in. That's yes. a cool. To get, out, to get out of anything I could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Didn't do very well. My God. Yeah, yeah. Who did? <laughs> How about you, Bud? Did you ever? Do you wake up at night and wonder what class you're supposed to be in? I have no memories of high school. Oh. What happened That's to you? Different. I really I don't. I think before. I either blocked it all out or yeah. just don't remember things. I keep, because one of my very good friends went to high school with me, but we didn't become friends until we graduated college. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and I'm always just like, I didn't know you in high school. I always say that. And he's like, we had homeroom together. We, <laughs> you sat behind me. And I was like, I have no memory of any You're of this. You're probably too busy Irish jigging it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just already checking it out, facing the wall. I don't <laughs> actually remember you. The only, that. the only memory of high school I have, I went to a, a Catholic high school, and it was just that specific nice. time in the 90s where they would have, so it was all boys, but then uh, they would have these dances that were like legendary where like other people from Not other high good. schools would come to our dances yeah. so wow. that there was like a mix of men and women, boys and girls, really. And... <laughs> we're, we're too politically correct right yeah. now. It was, you know, 11-year-old men and women dancing together. We're so afraid to get it wrong. We don't say girls. We say women. From the moment you come out, you're a woman. We see that. We acknowledge it. We love it. We embrace it. We do. <laughs> Four-year-old girl, not today. Not today. Four-year-old woman. Or yeah, they yeah. them. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and you were so the, the the main area where everyone hung out was like the, our cafeteria, which was a very big room. It was like the size of this space. They serve food. And they. <laughs> 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 but then you would go there, and then you were allowed to smoke inside the high school. Why not? What? Yes. So it was like I I started smoking when I was ten, and but I hid it. I hid really it from did. everyone. Jersey True. baby, Jersey. True. And. And I hid it from everyone because, like, no one, it was people were like upset about it. And so I'd just go in the woods and smoke like one cigarette that I had like buried in the dirt uh, and then like smoke it by myself and then like run out. But then I walk in, I'm 14, I'm a freshman, and the entire school is smoking inside the school. (laughs) And I was like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I realized this is Jersey, man. This is like. Yeah. That's okay. not New Hampshire. <laughs> no, it's not New Hampshire. New Hampshire's terrible. Um, 
when Curdy stopped me if I've told this one, because I may have, and I apologize if I did. But years ago, I went to Jazz Fest. It was probably like eight or nine. Has anybody ever been to Jazz Fest in New Orleans? It's wonderful. It's the best. Have you been to Jazz Better Fest? Better than Mardi Gras. I have not. Sounds amazing. So uh, a friend of mine, I, I still write on the show called Workaholics, and they we had the Black Keys as actors on Workaholics. They had like two lines. They're playing. They're like in a courtroom scene, and they're sitting there. And so when we went, the Black Keys were playing Jazz Fest, and so they gave us side stage seats, and it was so fun. And I was trying to be cool about it as in the way you do. And after the show, Dan, the lead singer, was like, hey, come kick it at the trailer. He's holding his kid. He's being super nice. He and Adam know each other. And I'm standing there like the boob that's just like, uh-huh, very cool. Uh, and so the only thing I knew to ask him was, you moved to New Nashville, right? That's what I said. You moved to Nashville, right? And he's like, are you a narc? Get away. So, so he's like, yeah, I love it. Nashville's so fun. He's like, actually, we just played like two nights there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he goes, the craziest thing happened. So they had just sold at the arena where whatever the sports teams play in, I think it was called the Wachovia Center. So that's how long ago this was. And he's like, so we're drinking, we're partying, back-to-back -back nights. He's driving back to his house. He's been in Nashville like uh, two months. And he gets pulled over. And he's like, Scotty, like, you know, like, it was one of those things where you're like, yeah, coming from a rock show, maybe I shouldn't be driving right now. So this Tennessee State Trooper pulls him over. And the guy's like, license and registration. And he's like, hey, sir, I'm so sorry. My exit's like this exit. I'm about to be there. Uh... I would prefer not to give you this stuff. <laughs> I know this just is kind of like high five and I'll drive away. Yeah, I know this is bad. Here's a pic. Uh, smell you later. And the, and the trooper just stands there like stone faced, side of the highway. He's like license and registration. He's like, Have you seen how high my boots are? Yeah. I am a state trooper. Only state troopers get boots that come yeah. up to your knee. I'm Normal cops, split. they come up to their ankles. State troopers, they come up to our knee. That means we wear sunglasses at night. If you wear waders, you run the state. Um, so he's like, hey, I'm in a band. Where it just keeps going. Okay, the governor has boots that come up to his tits. That's right. The mayor has boots that come up mid-thigh. The waiters come up. If you are in head of the FBI, you're in one giant boot, yeah. and you hop up the hallway, looking over. That's how it works. That's how law enforcement works. So he goes, hey, I'm actually in a band called the Black Keys. We just sold out like back-to-back -back nights. We're just trying to go back home. If License and registration, mm. sir. He's like, I'm fucking cooked. I'm going to get in trouble. In the passenger seat. Leans over, Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock is in a fedora. He, he leans across Dan to the cop, to the trooper, and goes, is there a problem, officer? The trooper goes, holy fucking shit, it's Kid Rock. <laughs> Dan says he'd realized how not famous he was, got out of the ticket, holy fucking shit, it's Kid Rock. Very Nashville story, but I love that. He was like, it just brought me back down to earth so fucking fast. I had Detroit boy. We're not fans. So we like Dan. Black Keys rock. 
So, Jessica, you have played with so many different bands. True. Has there ever been a moment where you're playing with the band and it's you know, like anything, like where it's anything has happened? You're rocking. I've been rocking before. Cool. <laughs> I'm That's asking cool. how much yes. of the rocking has happened. You rock. Have you ever been in a car with Kid Rock as well? <laughs> you know? Please, no. God. Please, God. No, no. Yeah. Have you ever rocked like so stars. hard, Chuck Berry style? Did you ever like, rock yourself off of a stage before? Oh, I've never <laughs> fallen off of a stage. But uh, to keep in uh, on brand, on theme here, you guys were talking about Bigfoot earlier. And yeah, Squanchy. Uh, yeah, Squanchy. Squanchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Squanchy. Squanchy here. Yeah, yeah, and baby blue Squanchy. Man. Yeah, yeah Miss Cinnamon came out. Miss yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah, <laughs> no, I. I mean, it maybe actually it might have been them. I don't know if it was he or she. Um, but uh, I was playing Sasquatch Festival. You guys probably know. Oh! I don't know what that is. And uh, I'm, no actually, what that I'm curious is. if anyone was there. This is like 2012, 2013. I was playing with the Shins. And uh, yes, Real we all deal. know them. Wait, wait. Real deal. Do rockers just say shins? They don't say the shins? I did say that. I oh, yeah. It was, just, it, oh, it was a silent the. I was just like, oh, no, I've been uh, saying it wrong this whole time. Classic. <laughs> and uh, it, so we were playing, and it was like the last song, and I was in my shiny new shoes. You're rocking. And I felt cool. We were up there in front of like 10,000 people, whatever. Yeah. And uh, out of nowhere, a Miss Cinnamon runs out, Sasquatch. Like someone, somebody in a like a Bigfoot. Oh really? Like wait, an wait, actual wait. An runs out. An actual Sas runs out. Where from? Onto where? the stage. So we're playing at the Gorge, and this. Uh, yeah, I love it. So beautiful. Yep. Give it up for the Gorge. You know it. This idyllic place, and. Uh, I, I didn't know this thing was going to run out on stage. Yeah, don't and do so this. <laughs> I don't turned do around, this. and I was, like, trying to get out of its way because it was, like, barreling towards me. Classic. And I slipped with my new shoes on Aww. a cable and just went splat. Oh, like, on which the, way? The which guitar way? guitar under my stomach. Oh, just cool. Cool face look. first into the floor. Oh. Like, it was one of those, like, where you, I didn't even have time to do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it was just yeah, like... Yeah. Sasquatch, boom, done. Oh, <laughs> You're out. Oh. And I was like, sat there, or I, I laid there, out, splayed on the floor for like three seconds. I was like, oh. really? <laughs> just like, what? I'm and then I got no. up and just gave two big old middle fingers yeah. to, to the air and no, just, just at, pointed at nobody and just like, all right. <laughs> and then turned on all of my pedals and did a guitar solo for a while. <laughs> you gotta rise. So, you gotta rise. You asked me if I rocked? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's rock. <laughs> that's rock. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And shins were like, what is happening? <laughs> no, the funny thing is, nobody in the band saw it. Oh, really? Good. And so they were probably just in their inners, just like, why the fuck is she soloing right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> not that song. It's not that song. <laughs> wanted them to see it. You know how you want that like gratification of being like, did you see what I did? But no one saw it. And I was just like, I finally had to talk to people after the show. And I was yeah. like, did you see like, yeah, yeah, we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the big screen. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Damn. Uh, I'm going to tell one story for here and then send us home. You are? Yeah. Or do you have something? I love when you talk. All right. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You're this my is uh, this is clever. Okay, here it is. 
It's for my heart dogs. I did not realize the dude loves animals. I do. We do love animals, unless they're invasive. We I, love animals. I will say. If you're an invasive species, we don't like you, but we do admire your we go-gettedness. Hate, yes, but when we started the podcast, again, we don't tell each other the stories beforehand, and about 12 episodes in, I'm like, Kurt really does hit the animal stories really, I know, really hard. And he didn't know. That's what I love about him. He just was excited. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have just only bird stories, <laughs> and then I'll realize all three stories are bird stories, and I'll be like, I got to find another story. And then I go back, and I'm like, I don't think so. They're really good. My, when I first started stand-up, all of my stand-up was animal-related. And it was all about a, a, a comedy club that happened in my apartment when I was gone that my cat performed at. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How did they pay, Kurt? How did they pay? They paid... <laughs> they paid with a tiny wallet that, uh-huh. that only held one nickel, and someone made it for me. Uh-huh. Marianne Ways A nickel wallet. For me. And it was this big, and I still do have it. Okay. So I'm going to tell this story. We're going to send it home. We're going to send this thing to Wrap bed. it up And then we're going to have tight, a little, buddy a little boy. special something after. All right, here we go. Uh, this was sent in by Lord Gordon Jansfield. Thank you oh. so much. Are you here tonight? <laughs> Lord. Are you from Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, again, it's on iHeartDogs. Uh, I have... I have confirmed that this is a real story. Okay, Here it thank is. God. It does. Also, our fans don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, besides Canada, all real stories. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Clever, clever hero dog faked emergencies <laughs> to earn treats. Love it. A... Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh my God. You Love guys it. know the story? Okay. We'll be at the good It was pub. on iHeartDogs first, okay? It might have broken on some bigger sites recently. This is by Molly Weinfurter. <laughs> Ooh, Molly Weinfurter, who is easily the... I love it that you guys do that. Here it is, in Paris. Me too. 1908, a smart Newfoundland quickly gained attention for being a local hero. He lived with a man on the banks of the Seine, which is just outside of Paris. Actually, it's right inside of Paris. What could go Fucking I Heart wrong. Dogs. Beautiful. One day, a child was playing near the river, and he accidentally fell into the water. The child was very close to drowning. Oh, this no. brave dog rushed to the rescue and saved him. Beautiful. As soon as he heard the cries of the child and the splashing of the water, the dog leaped over a nearby hedge. This seems like the plot of Madeline. Dude, I have a story. Uh, the second Madeline book. <laughs> and ran towards the sounds. This At is... the sight of the kid in danger, he plunged in the water, pulled the child to the shore. Thanks to him, young child survived. And everyone wow. was very grateful for this dog's heroic rescue. To show the dog their gratitude, the family of the rescued child presented the hero dog with a delivery... <laughs> With a delicious beef steak. Yes! Throughout, throughout this, it will refer to steak as beef steak, and I love it. Which in France is beef steak, and that's literally all I know. That's all I wanted I think, to say. I think that's le bouffe. Fine with me. I don't know. Also, I'm learning. It's an educational podcast. I don't know why I corrected you. I look like a terrible uh, nerd. We're all okay. Just a team. 
We love each other. I'm embarrassed immediately. <laughs> no the dog tweet. was happy to have saved the child, but it was even happier to be munching on a delicious piece of meat. <laughs> that beast. What's, what's up, Molly Weenfurter? All right. Yeah, easy, Molly, easy. <laughs> After saving one child, the dog knew he could do more to help out. So two days later, he saved another child that had fallen into the water. Once again, rewarded with a tasty beef steak. Beef. Why isn't there a band called Beefsteak? Well, there's Captain Beefheart. I know that way there. Beefsteak. Deep Sea Diver's alter ego, like uh, uh, improv only band, is called Meat Hair. Okay. Next time we come through, Meat Hair is going to perform. Something simplistic. Something simplistic about Beefsteak. I will say. (laughs) These rescues soon became more frequent. Out of the blue, a child will fall in. Within a heartbeat, the dog was there to save the day. Every time he received the same praise and the same delicious feast. Of beefsteak. With so many accidents near the river, the neighbors began to fear that a criminal was going around purposely harming Oh, those criminals! They knew that this sudden increase in accidents couldn't just be a coincidence, (laughs) so they were grateful that the heroic dog was there to help during a scary time. The community later learned that the culprit wasn't a criminal at all. In fact, it turned out that the so-called hero dog (laughs) would find kids... You're kidding. ...push them in... That immediately jump in and pull the bag. <laughs> yeah, what would that human criminal be? Like, not you today. <laughs> and here is, here is why uh, <laughs> Melody, Mel, Molly Weenfurter oh, is the good. best in the biz. She's good. Nobody else is covering this for dog-based. The website. dog never meant to harm any children. Of course he just not. had a great love for beef yeah. steaks. Yeah. Yes. Who doesn't? <laughs> Give it up for that goddamn dog. <laughs> this has been bananas, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out to the podcast. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. You can listen, subscribe, and leave us reviews for Bananas on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your quality podcasts. And don't forget, you can hear every episode one week early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes, by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Bananas! Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.